Joining me in studio, as per usual, is the VP for Government Relations, Communications, and Marketing, Mr. Bill Molso. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Josh. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. That's good to hear. Now, you prefer the weather to be cool. You know, this time of year, we need to start making ice so yeah. we can, uh, you know, get those ice houses out. So. You, you big ice fisherman? I am. Yeah. Big, so we need a lot of ice. <laughs> More than just the four inches that the DR <laughs> yes, says? Please. Okay, okay. Do you do the the snowmobiling stuff too? or I do not. Okay, just the I ice like fishing. my nice warm house, drill a hole. <laughs> there you go. Turn a TV on. Have a, a beverage or two? Probably. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely looking forward to that once it uh, does cool down here. Also joining us in studio is Dr. Stephen Kingsbury, Director of Corral Activities at SMSU. Dr. Kingsbury, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, Josh. How are you? I'm doing very well indeed. Now I'm going to ask you pretty much the same question. Do you like the the 50 degree forecast in the middle of December? Uh, no, it's it's very out of place. Yeah. I uh, I would much rather have it be cold and snowy now so that we can just commit. That would be great. Yeah, then, you know, just commit. kind, like of, kind of rip the bandaid yeah. off. Let's just Let's hop right in to the winter season for sure. Well, first of all, we're going to be uh, talking about a big trip coming up. And we are not going to Amsterdam, I found out, prior to going on air. But you're making a, a short stop in Amsterdam, and then you're going to be visiting Vienna and Prague. Well, first of all, tell us just uh, why this trip is starting. What, what kind of brought this trip on? Well, so this trip started actually, if you can believe it, about five years ago. Um, I received an invitation from the city of Vienna to participate in their holiday celebrations. And, you know, the truth of the matter is the choirs at SMSU have a very solid national reputation. So I get a fair amount of these invitations over the course of the year. Um, but I was struck by this one uh, just because it seemed like a good match for our students. And um, I thought it would be really fun for the, the, the kids to get out and, and participate in something special like the holiday celebrations in Vienna. So, um, yeah, we started work on, on getting the contract all set and ready to go. And we were getting ready to, to make the final plans for it. And the pandemic hit and everything got shut down. So about a year and a half ago, I asked the now current members of the choir if they were interested in picking up where the previous group had left off, and they absolutely were. So we uh, started up where we left off, and now we're, we're heading out next week. We're leaving on the 13th, and we're going to head... Uh, as you said, to Vienna through Amsterdam, and we've got a couple days in Vienna, and then on the 18th, we head over to Prague for a couple days in Prague, and then we return home on the 20th. Now, these look like some pretty cool spots that you're going to be visiting. Is there some historical uh, stuff, some background with these these locations here? Absolutely. So, we're, we're actually doing four performances while we're in Vienna. Uh, one that I'm actually really, really excited about is uh, a performance at a senior center because the city of Vienna is going to be such awesome host to us. We felt it's a really great opportunity to give back. So we're performing at a place called the Residence Josefstadt, which is a, a senior center in Vienna. But aside from that, we're going to be presenting at the big Christmas market that they have in front of the Schönbrunn Palace. Now, the Schönbrunn Palace was the summer residence of the Habsburg family 
on the outskirts of Vienna. And um, if you're not familiar with the Habsburgs, they were the imperial family of Austria. This palace was built in the 17th century, originally, originally as a hunting lodge, but it became an imperial residence in the 18th century. And it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. There's a big plaza out in front of it, and they have this Christmas market every year that's one of the larger in Vienna. It has 80 stalls that celebrate uh, things for the holidays. They sell arts and crafts, and they sell food. Um, so we'll be singing outside there, and it should be just an awesome festive atmosphere. We're also going to be performing in the Festival Hall at the Vienna City Hall as part of the International Advent Sing Festival. This uh, is a hall that was built in the 19th century, and it, when it was built, it was the largest such hall in the, the country. It is historically, at least as far as music goes, really, really important because this was the place where Johann Strauss Jr. actually performed and premiered a lot of his very famous waltzes. So that famous Viennese waltz tradition has a very strong tradition to the, the festival hall. And then we're also going to be performing at Melk Abbey. Now, the city of Melk is outside of Vienna on the banks of the Danube River. And the abbey is a Benedictine abbey that's on top of the hill that overlooks the city. The abbey itself was founded in 1089, so a massive history there. But the current Broke Abbey was built in 1702, uh, from 1702 to 1736. It is, as I said, a Broke Abbey, so it's really ornate with just fanciful architecture and decorations with lots of sculpture and gold leaf. And most importantly for us, absolutely stunning acoustics. So we're really excited to be able to perform there too. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like a once in a lifetime opportunity to say the least. Oh, absolutely. You know, Josh, I've been doing what I do for, for over 30 years now, and I have never had this opportunity before. So the kids who are in college who are getting to do this, it's going to be life changing. Now, your third performance, I want to go back just a little bit with the uh, at Vienna City Hall. Yeah. Can you tell me more about the International Advent Sing Festival? So this is a festival that the city puts together. It brings together choirs from, frankly, all over the world. We're going to be singing along with a couple of groups from the U.S. and another group from Australia. Um, it goes on every weekend during Advent, so we're doing, obviously, one of the weekend performances. Very cool. So once again, those performances coming up on December 15th, two of those performances on the 15th, one on the 16th, and then another on the 17th. And then we go to Prague. We do. We head to Prague. And, and the, the visit in Prague is a little bit different. We don't have to perform at all. It's just the choirs getting to take in the holiday mood in a fabulous European city. And what you're, well, obviously it's in Prague, but what kind of, what parts of that European city are we going to be seeing? Well, we're going to be staying in the old town. And so from there, we've got a couple things planned. We're going to do walking tours of the famous Jewish quarter and of the Prague castle complex. Um, but then there's also opportunities to eat at the, the wonderful restaurants that they have. And we're going to have our farewell dinner there the night before we depart. So it sounds like we're kind of doing a lot of work in Vienna and then having a little bit more fun in Prague. Indeed. There'll be plenty of time for fun in Vienna, yeah. too. But yeah. And how many students are participating in this? I assume a lot of them want to take part. 
Indeed. So, you know, when we were planning this, the idea was that in an ideal world, every member of the corral would go. That didn't end up happening. We have most of the members of the corral. So the group that's going, all told, is a little less than 30 with 23 students. Now, when it comes to musical selections for these concerts, do you have everything all picked out, all squared away? Are we still working on some things? How's that coming Well, we're still crossing our T's and dotting our I's. But yeah, the music was planned out and picked in this past summer. Um, We've been rehearsing it for the past couple of months. Um, One of the things that was really important to us as we were getting ready for this a lot of music of the holiday season actually comes from Europe. And we didn't feel like it was necessary for Europeans to hear European music from an American choir. So rather than that, what we did is we're really focusing on American music, music that was written specifically by American composers. So we've got um, pieces by black American composers, both in terms of what we would call non-idiomatic music. So in the the classical tradition, we've got a gospel piece. We've got music from colonial America. And one of the things that, again, I'm super excited about is we actually commissioned the writing of a brand new piece for this tour. Uh, The piece is called Arrival, and the composer who wrote it, his name is Paul Rudoy. Paul is a composer and a singer who lives in St. Paul, He's a member of the, the very famous um, Minnesota professional choir, Contus, and he wrote us this amazing piece that we actually gave the world premiere of at Very Prairie Christmas on Saturday. So that, that group on Saturday, that audience, was the first audience anywhere in the world to hear this piece. But it starts with an air of the ancient it starts with gregorian chant and goes through um building in contemporary as we move along so it becomes more and more modern as the piece progresses it's a really wonderful piece that the choir has just loved putting together and we'll be doing that four times in vienna it's so cool that we were able to to premiere it here and then take it on the road Now, each of these students will have their own unique experience on this trip, but what do you think is something that all the students should take away from this trip? Well, you know, I think travel just in general is really, really important for people because it broadens our horizons. It lets us see what life is like outside of our own little bubbles. But beyond that, we're going to places that are absolutely steeped in music history, these places where some of the greatest composers of all time, Beethoven, Schubert, Mozart, Strauss, Dvorak, lived and worked. And to be able to see those spaces and to be able to to form a little bit of a personal connection changes how we feel about and how we engage with that music. And that's that's really, really uh, an amazing gift to be able to, to participate in. But then beyond that, travel is always such a bonding experience. Anytime that I've traveled with a large group, the group becomes even more tight just because you're spending, I mean, our choirs spend a lot of time together. We rehearse every day. And yet on this trip, we're going to be flying together. We're going to be rooming together. We're going to be eating together. We're going to be doing multiple 
performances in a very small period of time, I expect that that's going to knit the group even tighter, which is is really wonderful. And of course, a completely desirable outcome when we're talking about something like this. Once again, we're talking with Dr. Stephen Kingsbury, Director of Corral Activities at SMSU. Now, they're spending a week there, December 13th through the 20th, Austria and the Czech Republic. You said this has been kind of five years in the making. So once December 21st hits, do we have to wait another five years for the next trip or how's that going to work? I I hope not. Um, Obviously, nobody expects what happened a couple of years ago to happen. But I'd like to get us into sort of a rotation where we're doing alternating national and international tours and we can um, really attract people to our campus through doing that, but also give our students those wonderful experiences of performing in those incredible spaces. You know, a couple of years ago, we performed at Carnegie Hall in New York. And again, that was a life changing experience. So. If we don't go back to Carnegie Hall, there are many other places around the country that I would really love for the the choirs to perform and get that that experience of those spaces and get that experience of travel. But it's also a massive undertaking, both in terms of logistics and in terms of the financial commitment that's involved. So we've got to space it out a little bit, too. Dr. Kingsbury, I appreciate the time here today. Thanks for telling us about this upcoming trip and good luck and safe travels down the road. Thanks so much, Josh. As we now swing it back over to Mr. Bill Molso with a list of events. Do we have a, a big list as we are kind of winding down towards, you know, the winter holiday? So Yeah, we still have uh, yeah. a few things going on, though, that we want to lift up. A little bit of a twist on music coming up here at noon. Noon today is the Holiday Bacchanal in the uh, Fine Arts Theater Lobby, and I would probably describe it as kind of an eclectic collection of instruments and players of all abilities that kind of gather over there over the noon hour to bang out some holiday music. So that's kind of a fun thing. Uh, Coming up, we have the holiday cheer uh, tonight at 7 o'clock with the Southwest Minnesota Orchestra. You have the poster there. That'll be at Holy Redeemer Church. President's Holiday Social will be tomorrow afternoon from 4.30 to 6.30. That'll be in the upper level of the conference center, and the public is invited And then Friday, we have a couple of athletic events. Uh, Wrestling will be home. They'll be having um, kind of a triangular. At 5 o'clock, they'll be uh, competing against Ridgewater College. And then at 8 o'clock, they'll be taking on Minnesota West. And then basketball is uh, home finally here in the month of December. Uh, They'll be taking on Concordia St. Paul. The men will be at 5.30 with the women to follow at 7.30. And then they'll do it all again on Saturday versus University of Minnesota Duluth. The men will be at 3.30 and the women at 5.30. Very good. Bill Molso, thanks for the update. Thank you, Josh.